quarter past seven. Professor Christo Kutsier is a professor at the African Centre for Disaster Studies at Northwest University. Professor Kutsier, good morning to you and thank you for your time. As I understand the law, there's quite precise wording around the legal definition of a disaster. We have 50 people dead over a month or so from flooding in KZN. Would that fit the legal definition? Hi, morning, Stephen, and morning to the listeners. Yes, um, definitely. If we look at the Disaster Management Act, there's definitely a process we need to follow to to declare a potential state of disaster. And that often starts at what is defined as a disaster. And in in basic terms, um, the the protocols that we look at or or the the things that we look at is loss of life, um, economic damage, damage to infrastructure. And we also sometimes look at issues of how many municipalities or, or metros have been affected by by certain um, by flooding events? So we we can definitely say in this case um, it, it could be declared a provincial disaster. Um, if the area is declared a disaster, what obligation does that put on national and I suppose provincial governments as well? It it puts certain obligations on them, right? Yes, um, definitely. So um, in terms of national government, national government has to assist um, the provincial government in classifying a disaster. So provincial government now has to provide national government with data in terms of um, uh, disaster losses um, in the province. And they will advise them on on whether a provincial state of disaster has to be declared. But then the responsibility switches to um, the provincial government where the Premier, along with the MECs, has to, by notice in the Provincial Gazette, declare a provincial uh, state of disaster. And once that's been done, uh, the province can make certain regulations to allow human resources and also financial resources to be allocated to address the disaster situation. We now have a situation where I'm afraid to say this kind of flooding, or let me put it differently, this kind of water falling on a major city like Etiquini is, is becoming almost expected. We have the situation now, the big floods in 2022. Is this something we need to sort of prepare for? We need to actually now understand that this is going to happen fairly often and therefore it needs to be part of everything we do in terms of planning. Yeah, definitely, Stephen. So climate change does play a role um, in this um um, kind of disaster being becoming more frequent, so we we do have that background. But the the issues are also relating to how we've recovered from previous disasters. So, in terms of the 2022 flooding, um, in in studies that we've done in the area, we've seen that there's actually been a poor recovery from the previous flooding in terms of rehabilitating the environment, um, building infrastructure that's not necessarily going to stop future flooding or um, infrastructure that's already um, that's supposed to prevent flooding already falling apart. So, um, how we recover from from previous disasters is very important because if we don't do it well, uh, we plant the seeds for future disasters. And I think this is why we we see this becoming more more prevalent as well because we're not recovering well enough. And this is the issue: a disaster builds upon disaster. Eventually, you have some kind of tipping point, and a series of smaller disasters cascades into a much bigger disaster. Yes, definitely. So um, uh, a lot of the, the issues we face with disaster in, in South Africa starts with the socio-economic conditions that, that a lot of the communities affected by flooding um, find themselves in or in, in, in any other type of disaster. Um, and that puts them in close proximity. 
um, to, to certain hazards, but then also you get things like climate change. So it becomes a really complex problem uh, where, where people then are affected by disasters. And if we don't start to address evenly, even on that socioeconomic level, um, we'll still see these disasters happening in, in future. We see communities often moving back to areas after um, after disaster and where houses were destroyed, where infrastructure was destroyed, they move right back into certain areas because there's there's um, no livable land away from disaster areas being given to them. So uh, we see um, disasters building on each other, as you say. There are different things happening in different places. So in KwaZulu-Natal, we're talking about heavy rain. In the Western Cape, there were issues around water in the other direction, day zero. Kroberge, Nelson Mandela Bay came close at one point to having no water. So I'm presuming that around the world, and particularly around our country, we need to start planning for all sorts of things we didn't plan for in the past, drought and floods. Yeah, so definitely it's an issue of of changing our our perspective and how we approach our disaster risk management. Currently, we are very good at responding to disasters, but not looking at the future. And and that's where we have to do more risk assessments. We have to um, do more community-based risk assessments to identify what the changing patterns in in weather is and also about cycle vulnerability so we can adequately um, plan for for future disasters and already um, plan for better infrastructure that's more responsive to to, to disasters of the future. Professor Christo Kutsiep, thank you. Professor of, at the African Centre for Disaster Studies at Northwest University.